Welcome to the Life Chapters podcast, Real Women, Real Stories. Hi, I'm Stacey, and I am super passionate about showing everyday women like you that they really do have a story to share. In my opinion, everyone deserves to be heard. And on this podcast, you will get to meet some pretty fabulous women who have amazing stories to tell. Some of the stories you hear might trigger you, but they're all spoken by the women who lived them. Some of them will make you smile, some of them might make you cry. So hello again everybody, I have a lady who I have known for around about seven years, and I say known, we have passed each other on Instagram for seven years, we've commented back and forward, and this amazing human being sent me a book once, and I still have the book, and I dug it out this morning, and I read the card that she sent me. So I'm going to introduce you to Kirsten, and she is a lady. Now, I don't know exactly where you are, but I think you're in Texas. Yes. <laughs> um, so do you want to take over and tell people how we sort of, what was our first sort of interaction, and say a little bit more about yourself, and then we'll just chat from there. Well, yes. And thank you so much. This is just a delight and a joy. And so perhaps your listeners are are hearing a different accent. I have two kind of going on right now. Um, One is I am from America and two, I'm from Texas. I am a native Texan. I live in Austin, Texas, which is the capital with my husband and four children. And I did send you a book. I sent you a book that I wrote Um, several years ago called The Turquoise Table. And interestingly, all these years later, it comes to play about storytelling. And I wrote the book out of a need in my life to connect with people in a deeper and more meaningful way. And so I put a picnic table in my front yard and I painted it turquoise because that's my favorite color. And I started to invite people over to gather in a really simple way without having to put on elaborate dinners or clean up the house. And it turned into um, a thing, kind of, if you will. And there are thousands of turquoise tables um, now all across America, and I think in 13 or 14 countries. So the importance of that is not just that it was my story, but that it became other people's stories too. And the underlining thread of it, Stacey, was that people were lonely and they needed a place to connect and they wanted something deeper than perhaps just these quick hellos in, you know, a a grocery store line or on a sporting event, you know, sideline with children. And, and, and it met a deep need in me and therefore it met a deep need in others. And so that's the book I sent you because we connected in a random way. We weren't at a table but we were across, you know, the, the pond and the ocean from one another and still able to have a communication and a storyline together just because we both put ourselves out there. Exactly that. And and I was sharing, I was going through the most traumatic time in my life. I'd just lost Chris and I was trying to find my feet and figure out what life was going to do for me. And I was being honest and open and blunt sometimes as well. And you, you 
you heard me, you listened, you you watched from a distance. And and I, as I say, I still have the card that came with the book and I read it again this morning and the words still mean exactly the same as from the day you wrote them because you reached out to me. Um, and it's amazing that a social media platform can do that for people. And we hear so much on the news. So at, um, at the time of the recording, it's October 2021. And we hear so much in the news about social media platforms and, and all the bad things and all the negative things and all the terrible things we hear. But your story and my story is one of positivity and connection and a blessing. You have been a blessing in my life, which I find absolutely amazing. Isn't that just, it blows my mind too, because it was nothing either one of us did. We were living our ordinary lives. You were walking through tremendous pain and grief and having the vulnerability to share that. I don't remember the, the morning or the day that I received your story, but I did. And it obviously, it, I know it touched me because we've been in contact all these years later. And, and it's just, you're right. There's, it can still be used for good. And I think that there are there are the majority of us out there who are trying to use social media, you know, platform for good. Actually, not the majority, the minority, you know, of us who are trying to do this. I mean, and we, we have small voices sometimes, um, but those are the poignant ones. And the ones that I believe, um, if we can scroll through all the ads and the and the stuff and the distractions is really what it is. Um, there are some nuggets that are worth just worth their weight in gold. Absolutely. So I'm really intrigued. I want to know more about the turquoise table. Um, so tell tell me, what was going through? What did you want to achieve that very first time you put that picnic table in your yard? What did you hope to achieve? Well, okay, I was frustrated. I had four young children, and I knew that I wanted deeper relationships, right? But I was spending more time, you know, I, drive, I drove a minivan. I don't know if y'all have minivans there, but I was in the car for hours a day, shuffling children from one place to another. And it was a busy life and full life, but it was also starting to get lonely. And and I was honest in that. I was like, I want something more than, hey, how are you? Fine. Oh, we're good. And just these platitudes that were flying right and left, I wanted deeper conversations. And so I tried those things, but the way that I knew how was to host a book club or to have people over for a Bible study or for a dinner party. Well, that required a ton of energy and a ton of um, just planning that I didn't have margins for. And so I, I, it was it's through a prayer that, that God answered it. And it's a really whimsical way to answer a prayer, which just delights me to know in that God would do this, that he would give me a picnic table. I mean, it's, it's not expensive. It's a wooden table. Um, I bought it at our big box, you know, home, home improvement store. And I put it in my front yard and I did that deliberately. And, and where I live in Austin, it's suburban neighborhood. And so we're outside a lot. Um, but we tend to hang out in our backyards behind the house where there's fences that are more private. And I thought, well, what if we moved our everyday activities, eating, you know, pizza delivered, you know, cupcake decorating for all the school events or all the art projects that require glitter that I didn't want on the inside of my house. Maybe we could move all of those 
outside and just invite people to stop by and say hi. It was just a way of living more visibly. And so I put it out there and the first day I had no idea what to expect. And I was so nervous. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know? I mean, it's a little weird to put a table in your front yard. I don't know. At least it is in suburban America. And so I went outside and literally the first few minutes, a neighbor who lived around the corner from me, I had never met her before, stopped and we had this 30 minute conversation. And it was it was everything and nothing all at the same time. And I thought, wow, if there's a if there was an instant connection and a way to get to know my neighbors and a way to use hospitality without entertainment, um, this then I'm I'm in for this. And and it worked. And I just kept showing up and I kept showing up. And there were days where people wouldn't, I didn't see anyone. But those were the days where it became just this still quiet place for me to be outside in nature, away from all of the mail and the cleaning and the the work that um, that occupied so much space in my life. And it's it's been it's just been a blessing. It sounds utterly amazing and yet so simple. It it was there was there was no big expense. There was no great sort of lead time in planning a great big event it was just putting a table outside and being in people's eyesight and I I, what you said about living life behind the, the house in the gardens in the fenced gardens being closed up from other people and yet you've turned that on its head and opened up there's something so simple about it and tell me how it's grown from there on in. It, it was amazing. So I invited a few friends over who I knew, people I knew, uh, to sit at the table and just have coffee. And it was a spontaneous invitation. I sent it via text. And, you know, in this day and age and everyone listening, like if you want to just gather for tea or coffee, I mean, we'll pull out our agendas and we'll be like, okay, how about November of 2026? And so the the first miracle was that everyone came, that it was just the spontaneous, quick, you know, come as you are, we're going to be outside in my front yard. And then the, the second miracle was that, you know, people were on their way to work or, uh, you know, finishing up morning carpools. And the, the second miracle is that they stayed, you know, I thought maybe we'd sit there 30 or 40 minutes. And, you know, when you get a group of women together, I mean, we were two hours later, we were like, oh, my goodness, we are late. We got to run. Let's do this again. And so to me, it was great affirmation that, you know, if when we take the time to really connect, uh, you know, and share our stories, it fills our cup, as you know. But the thing that I didn't expect was that every single one, there were six women, maybe there were, I was the six, there were five, that all of those women would order their own tables and paint them turquoise and put them in their front yard. Like I had no clue that that was, they were like, can we get one? And I was like, well, sure, I guess. And they did. And then my sister-in-law lives in San Antonio, which is about you know, an hour away. And she wanted one for her birthday. She said, this is brilliant. I can have people over. I don't have to clean the house. I don't have to make a meal. I can, we can just sit and be with one another. And then another friend and then another friend. And pretty soon it was, they were popping up, like I said, in all, all 50 States. And 
you're right. It's so simple. It's one of those things where sometimes when I'm explaining it still all these years later, I'm like, y'all, it's not that big a deal. It's a table in your front yard. But I think that's what connects with people is they're like, I can do this. I don't have to change me. I don't have to change my lifestyle. It's just an extension of who I am. So you said earlier on that it came out of a need within yourself. You fixed your own problem. Is that still the case now? Is Has that problem that you had then, has that gone away? I still have to work on it. How about that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 100% cured. I, I love... Um, I, I love inviting people into our home. I mean, that is, and, and what was cured, if you will, was that for a really long time, I knew I had the gift of hospitality, um, that that was something that God had uniquely gifted me with, but I didn't want that gift. I thought it wasn't one of the smart gifts. I wanted, you know, I wanted to be a teacher or something really wise. You know, I didn't want to be the one that made casseroles and invited people in, right? I didn't think it was important. And that was the lie that I heard and the narrative that I convinced myself to be true. And so this was, it was really, it, it still is a dance with God and me, which is beautiful. And that he is still teaching me this matters. This matters deeply to me. Hospitality does so much so that I've woven it, you know, it's woven all throughout scripture, but, but it matters that, that you accept this gift and, and use it, but I needed it to still be simple. And so I, for a very long time, confused entertainment and hospitality, and they're very different. And, and entertainment, if you think about it, is a show. And it means, you know, when you go to entertainment, you're seeing a movie or a film or a production and, and it puts the emphasis on the star or the actors or the people who are providing the entertainment. Hospitality, to use your words, kind of is flipped up on, on the, I flipped it over. It is a flipped over version. In Greek, the actual word translates as love of strangers. And that's totally different. When we think about hospitality as meaning love of strangers, that has nothing to do with pulling out China or making a filet mignon or whatever the, 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 the distraction that we can get sidetracked by. It means loving whoever is right in front of us. And that's much harder, but it's also much more meaningful. Oh, and there's something, there's something that just got me right in the heart there about just loving strangers. And yet it's so hard to do in a 21st century modern world where we are constantly told by news outlets and newspapers and broadcasters that stranger danger. So don't, don't get involved with strangers. Uh, and yet the people who need it most, those lonely people are inevitably strangers to us because they're not already in our worlds. And, and it's something that gets my heart, that, that passing love to strangers. Um, I wish, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, how, where can I put my turquoise table? Um, <laughs> and, and I live in a very, very remote community. I do not have neighbors. I don't have people that will pass by. But it's not about putting the table in my yard. It's about changing my attitudes and my heart going forward. And if, if you were to say to somebody who didn't have a yard, how, how could they take your ethos and move it forward in their own life? Well, 
And you nailed it 100%. Like if, you know, you live in a remote area and and you don't have the place for the table, it doesn't matter. It is a condition of the heart. And look, just this podcast and your Instagram is your table. You know, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor for where you show up, you know, sit down metaphorically and listen. You listen very, very well. And I think that is a skill and a, a need that is, is, it's hard. It's hard to develop um, in this fast-paced, loud, noisy world. And, and so you don't have to have a table. Wherever it is that you live, literally, whether it's at work, it could be a place at work, it, it, you know, the, the, co- the, the coffee station or wherever. It's just a place that you show up regularly and invite people in. Um, and you invite them into your world, but more so so that you can see theirs. And, and that's the thing. It is, it's about listening and seeing. It's not necessarily about putting on the big show, providing the space or anything like that. It's about just opening up your heart and your ears and your mind to see and listen to those other people because they're all there. And, and we walk through life so often blinkered. And yet you've started a movement that is easy to replicate if, every, if anybody's got a yard, but it's also easy to replicate online it's easy to replicate on instagram or on facebook provide the space for people so tell me what the future holds for you what what's coming ahead for you i don't know that's the it's a that's a great question you know the pandemic for me like everyone changed a lot i was on the road a lot traveling and speaking and encouraging people um how to live you know listening and showing up and and that all came to a screeching halt when we stopped traveling and speaking Um, I don't know what I'm going to do is the honest answer. I am changing. Um, Just my husband and I are, we've launched three children into the university. And so we have one left at home. And so our lives look different. And yet the important thing is that I can still see that thread of hospitality still being used and still being important in our lives, uh, just in different ways. And I'm excited. It doesn't scare me. I, um, I I like to know what's ahead, but I also think the adventure of what's next is also, it's kind of fun. I know what you mean about life changing when the children move on. My daughter's now in third year of university and she's gone and doing her own thing. She's an adult. It's like she's 20 years old. She's an adult. And life changes. But what I'm loving about the way you approach it is that word adventure. We don't know what's mapped out ahead of us. And when we're very often not given even the slightest little clue about what is to come, but you're going to see it as an adventure. And I think that's incredibly powerful. I've been asking everybody I've been chatting to to tell me a verse or a quote or something that resonates with them. Would you share with my audience what verse you gave me? So this has been the verse that found me. I didn't find it, if you will. And it's from Romans, the book of Romans in the Bible. And it says, take every opportunity to open your life and home to others. And that to me, it it answers the question you asked before is that it doesn't have to be a table. It's just take every opportunity. How can today you open your life 
and maybe your home, but home is, we can take that broadly, is where you live, where you live, work, or play, perhaps. And and how can you just open yourselves to experience what God has for you in that? And the beautiful thing is, is that when we live you know, with that expectation, he, he does, he shows up with, um, with people that sometimes it's hard. Of course, it's not always easy. We don't get to choose who is going to come into our lives, uh, but it's always meaningful always. And I, I, I never want to quit learning from others. And I think that's the, the upside of, of inviting people into your life, into your homes is that there's just this, curiosity that is satiated with stories and with meeting other people and when you start to build those relationships and spark those conversations and listen to those stories the opportunities open up even more and and our opportunity from from a very simple connection on instagram the opportunity to to chat with you today has been amazing if you'd have asked me seven years ago when i received your book in the post whether I would one day be sitting here having a chat with you, I would never have believed it. But it's that opportunity. And I want to say to all of the, the, the listeners today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, look around you and find an opportunity to listen to somebody else or find an opportunity to help somebody else or find an opportunity to say a kind word where there would have been silence. Because those are the opportunities that, we get and we so often don't take them. So if you do nothing else today from this podcast, please take the opportunity to chat to somebody, to say hello, to start a conversation, to tell them a little bit about your story. This podcast is all about life chapters and telling stories. Kristen, thank you so much for sharing some of your story. Is there anything else you wanna add before, before we wrap up today? No, that's the most beautiful ending because the ripple effect of taking that opportunity, that's what will change the world. It, it, and, and that it may sound cliche, but it's not. And it, it, it's, that's the most important thing. So well said. We, we, we have but one opportunity to, to live our lives and to walk forward. And absolutely, if we can, if, if we can touch some one other person today, then that's the ripple that, it, that, that we need. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Um, if people want to find out more about what you're doing, where can they find you? Just if you Google the turquoise table, the hardest part is spelling turquoise, but um, it's just the color turquoise, um, I, it'll pop up and I'll pop up and I would love to, to meet your friends and, and your new all of your new listeners. Um, and I will make sure that all of Kristen's links are put through in the show notes that go along with this podcast episode. So if you do want to connect more and find out more, more of what she's up to and just read more about how you too can get involved with opening up your life to help others, then I will put everything in the show notes. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to have a chat with you. Next time I'm talking to another amazing woman. So for now, I will leave it there. What a powerful story. If you want more information about my guest or their story, check out the show notes. All the details are there. I would love to know what you think about this episode. Head over to Instagram at the Life Chapters pod and tell me what you think. I really would love to know. And if you have a story to share and you want to do it here on the Life Chapters podcast, please get in touch. 
My door's always open and I would love to give you the platform to share your story.